right, grade four. So today we are on episode number two in the second book of the series titled The Terrible Two Get Worse. And it is Friday, May 29th, if you are following along. So chapter two, they just finished doing the prank on Principal Barkin's car and put the smelly cheese underneath it and then rubbed it on the vents. So when he turns his car on and if the heat comes on, um, it will smell inside the vehicle too. So see what happens here. Chapter two. Meanwhile, in Danny's diner, two Barkins, Principal and Josh, were wrapping up Father-Son Brunch Time, part of Father-Son Sunday. Principal Barkin had implemented Father-Son Sunday to address ongoing concerns about Josh's behavior. The principal believed his son to be a prankster, and to correct this deviance, he had settled on a carrot-and-stick approach. The carrot, in this case, was Father-Son Sunday, 12 hours set aside for Father-Son hikes, Father-Son games, and Father-Son brunches. Josh hated Father-Son Sunday. He also hated carrots. The stick in Principal Barkin's plan had been sending Josh to a military-themed summer camp, which would hopefully terrify him into obedience. Josh loved it. He also loved sticks. He'd spent all summer throwing them at people's heads. Principal Barkin unzipped his principal pack and pulled out a set of father-son flashcards on which he'd written questions designed to spark lively conversation between parents and adolescents. What is one goal you'd like to accomplish in your lifetime? Principal Barkin asked. I want to be a school principal, said Josh. They were off to a great start. Mount Rushmore honors four presidents, George Washington, Thomas Jefferson, Abraham Lincoln, and Theodore Roosevelt. If you could add a fifth face to the monument, which would you choose? Mine? What robust self-esteem. If you could teleport to anywhere in the world, where would it be? Right now? Yes, right now. That empty booth over there? Josh. Josh stared out the window at a tree and thought about punching it. If you're not going to take this seriously, said Principal Barkin, we can leave. Great, said Josh. What had gone wrong, Principal Barkin wondered, gazing forlornly at his son, who was gazing off at his father. Where had things gone away between them? Was there a moment their relationship had spun off course? No, of course not. You cannot reduce something as complicated as the strain between a parent and a child to a single moment, a particular event. Yet things had certainly taken a turn for the worse last spring, after Principal Barkin had both grounded and suspended Josh for various lies and misdeeds forcing the boy to forfeit his position as class president. Then again, maybe it was just hormones. Hormones, Principal Barkin said aloud, befuddling his son, yes. Josh had always been such a sweet boy by nature. Principal Barkin often thought fondly of those long days, long-ago days when he would read little Josh a bedtime story and Josh would call all the characters in the book Nimbus's. Somewhere that sweetness must still flow through his veins along with all those hormones. But those days were long gone. The two Barkins rose and approached the cashier. Principal Barkin counted out exact change. Nice fanny pack, said the cashier. Principal Barkin straightened and his face turned the color of boysenberry jam. What is your name? He asked. Donna, said the woman, pointing to her name tag, which said Donna. Well, said Principal Barkin, Donna, I will have you know that this is not a fanny pack. It's a principal pack. Principal pack? Donna asked then, regretted asking. Yes, a principal pack. That's principal, that's capital P, capital P, when you just said it now, it sounded like lowercase. A principal pack is a pack like this one worn by a school principal, like me, containing everything necessary to successfully wield power in a school. Well, we're in a diner, said Donna. Donna, said Principal Barkin, a principal does not stop being a principal when he leaves a school. A principal is a principal always, even in a diner, even on a Sunday. Okay, said Donna, who did not really understand how she had gotten into this conversation or why it was still happening. Well then, nice principal pack. Thank you, said Principal Barkin. 
victory. He was glad Josh had seen that. It was the kind of role modeling that Father-Son Sunday was all about. Exercising authority put Principal Barkin in high spirits as he crossed the parking lot with his son. When Barkin was in high spirits, he sang, and today he sang his Sunday song, which was a new song he had just made up about Sundays. He was on the second verse, which was the same as the first verse, when they got into his car and Barkin noticed the smell of feet. This particularly er this particular area of this parking lot smells a bit like feet, Barkin thought, before firing up his hatchback and setting to work on his new song's bridge. Sunday, 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 he sang, but the smell was still there when he pulled out of the parking lot. And when he reached the stoplight at the intersection of Main and Third, Principal Barkin had to acknowledge the possibility that the smell was coming from the car. Something stinks, said Josh. They rolled down their windows. Hormones, Principal Barkin glanced at his son. Hormones, they caused moods. They caused rift between fathers and sons, and they caused smells. Principal Barkin grew certain that hormones were the cause of all today's woes, including this particular woe, the foot smell, which was growing, growing worse as the drive went on. In fact, it seemed that the stench was even stronger now that they had opened the windows, a fact Principal Barkin blamed on cross-ventilation. Cross-ventilation and hormones, the twin villains of this father-son Sunday. Here was a delicate situation. As a school principal, Principal Barkin was an expert on adolescence, and he knew he needed to broach the issue of hygiene with sensitivity, lest he make his son ashamed of his body. Josh, said Principal Barkin, I would like to say a few words about the importance of baths, namely, do you take baths? What? Yes? Of course, said Principal Barkin, of course you do. And when you do, do you soap? Stop, yes? Wonderful, said Principal Barkin, terrific. And do you use soap on your feet? You're blaming my feet. Well, said Principal Barkin, I am blaming feet. Somebody's feet, your feet. Maybe blame is a strong word, but yes. What about your feet? Josh, said Principal Barkin, I have been with my feet for many years. I know my feet and my feet have never smelled like this. Nevertheless, this is nothing to be ashamed of. As you grow from a boy to a man, your feet naturally are changing, growing, large, graining hair, and yes, making new smells. Dad, okay, okay, we don't need to talk about it. We will just drive home, and as soon as we get there, we will take a long bath and wash your feet. Please, thank you. Principal Barkin turned up the radio. As a courtesy to his son, he would pretend that the smell in the car was not unbearable, though it was. Principal Barkin attempted to arrange his face into a pleasant smile, and when that failed, into an expression of only mild disgust. Sunday, 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 he sang to the tune of the song on the radio. Casually, Principal Barkin reached for the button to open the car's vents and hopefully blast out the smell once and for all. Alas, the car filled with air tainted with the cheese Niles had smeared below the windshield. Principal Barkin gagged. Wheels squealed as he pulled the car in front of a pet store. All right, out of the car, foot check. What? Sit, off with your shoes and socks. Muttering, Josh sat on the sidewalk and took off his shoes and socks. Principal Barkin removed a bar of soap and a tiny water bottle from his principal pack. This is so weird, Josh said. I'm doing you a favor here, Josh. You will thank me for this one day. Principal Barkin took his son's right foot in his hand and bent down, soap in hand. As he got close to the foot, he noticed something strange. It did not smell. He got closer and sniffed deeply. Deeply. Interesting, said Principal Barkin. Very interesting. Down the block, Miles and Niles stood, skateboards under their arms. Jaws open. Well, this one turned out great, said Miles. Strange, but great. Miles nodded. Most definitely.